Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? What's up, family out there? You listening? to you live from central wisconsin where you're looking live at the foxhole.app that's right the foxhole.app do me a favor tell a friend tell a family member about the foxhole.app well, we appreciate all you guys over there working your way into the show today happy friday it is the 8th of july already and uh friday and so it is chill time friday where we basically uh sit around all day and do nothing <laughs> And we uh, put the phone phone call up on the screen, and we get Zoom going, and we say, if you guys want to call in and tell me why I'm an idiot, why I'm wrong, why I'm why I'm right, what what I missed, what you want to talk about, whatever you want to talk about, we just open up the phone lines and we just kind of hang out with you guys and and um, give you guys a chance to have your voices heard. So that's the plan for the day. I got I don't know four or five articles up, a few things here and there. Uh, Kind of a quiet day today. Um, obviously, we have the shock of uh, Shinzo Abe. Um, so we'll talk about a couple articles on that front. And uh, hey, Keith True, good to see you. Um, so we got a couple articles on, on Abe up there. We got the Wisconsin news today about the, as you guys know, if you have heard, uh, been listening to the show, you guys know that drop boxes are illegal based on the Constitution in Wisconsin, and they have a ruling today that confirms that. So, yeah, there's that. Um, a Jeffrey Epstein network graph. Uh, I don't know where I got this from. Graphcoms. That'll be interesting to go through that. J.P. Morgan News, Trudeau being a douchebag, and um, what's this? Um, I don't know, a couple of random stuff. We have six months of freedom left. How long is this? This is like eight minutes from Dr. Vernon Coleman. My guys over at 1AP are in the news today. Uh, we're definitely going to read that article. We'll probably start off there uh, right after we get through the Abe stuff. Um, 1AP is uh, <laughs> about had, had a fuck enough. Um, and, uh, God bless my brothers and sisters over at one AP. They make the news today. So we'll be talking about that article for sure. And that's about all I got. So chill time, chill mode, come hang out. Uh, zoom, zoom rooms open. 
Um, I definitely want to fit a couple of these articles in as, as we get through the day. But other than that, man, just freaking come chill if you want. Um, good to see you, Z Patriot. I got, I got, you got to see this article, bro. Um, this is something that I've been <laughs> had uh, kind of hanging over me. Not really hanging over me, but just not wanting to really talk about um, with regards to the January 6th stuff that's happening out there. And you guys have heard me kind of be kind of, you know, just kind of just not commenting on it <laughs> in some ways. Uh, that's been purposeful. Um, so we'll talk about that here in just a moment. As I drink my delicious Colombian coffee, thanks all for working your way over here today. Tell me, a, do me a favor. Tell a friend, tell a fan member about the Foxhole.app. Tell them to come check out the platform and at least give it give it a chance. Give it a, you know, tell them to make an account, check it out, give it give it a chance. There's all kinds of great content that's on on here throughout the day and night. There's uh, you know, chill sessions, hangout sessions, DJ sessions, serious news sessions, not so serious news sessions, conspiracies abound. It is just a free speech platform. So tell me, do me a favor, tell a friend, tell a family member about the Foxhole. I have them to come hang out with us. You can grab the link right at the center right here. Just click, click right there and it'll pop up a link for you. Grab that link, drop it into your favorite social media. Say, Hey, come check out what the Foxhole. has got going on over here. Just informed media 412 got, got the uh, Patel Patriot on right now. Based Amy Sloan TV Brian Brain Pod Johnny Dangerously GWT three 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 WRH Rivero Patriot News and Patriot Soapbox all live right now on the Foxhole.app. So if you can't find something that you like over there, you're doing something wrong. All right, so check it out when you guys get time. The Foxhole.app. Tell a friend, tell a family member. I appreciate you guys very much. It's a great platform if you want to help support uh, streamers as well. So they the vast majority of your dial hard earned dollars goes to the streamer instead of the platform. So that's why we really appreciate everyone over there at the Fox without app. Tell a friend, tell a family member, please. Everything Uncensored Abe is at uncensoredabe.com. You can find the podcast, Podbeam, iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify. Pick one, anyone. Uh, just search Uncensored Abe and you'll be able to find the podcast pretty much anywhere. Telegram and true social links are at the very top of the webpage, as well as uh, a link to watching the, the show live every day, 5 Eastern, Monday through Friday, uh, 4 Central, 5 Eastern, Monday through Friday, Foxhole, DLive, Twitch, Rumble, CloudHub, and Tiger Network are where you can find the live streams. We appreciate all you guys out there that are on the different platforms. Pick your favorite platform. Come hang out every day, 5 Eastern, 4 Central. Much love. If you missed the show, the, the previous two are always up on the, on the site, as well as the podcast link, so you can always find that stuff there. Previous content that you may have missed that you need to see is up there. Um, as well as how you can help keep the lights on. I could use your guys' help. I appreciate you guys very much. Much love, and God bless you all. Thank you for the, all the support, thoughts, and prayers, and just sharing the stream. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. Just tell somebody to come hang out with us. Tell them why you listen to me, and tell them why uh, you should come hang out. Cash App, PayPal, Patreon, and buy me a coffee are the links of where you can uh, help support, uh, pay the bills, and stuff like that. I appreciate you guys very much for all you do to, to uh, keep, keep the – Keep the thing moving here. You know what I'm saying? Keep the train moving. So thank you guys very much for all your support and prayers. Much love to you. And then I want a special thank you to Mike Lindell and MyPillow.com as well as they have now become sponsors of Uncensored Dave. So we appreciate them very much. Check out MyPillow.com backslash Abe when you guys get a minute. There's flash sales on, on MyPillows right now going on with a discount code Abe. And then don't forget the bed sheets now. Uh, queen size regular bed sheets are uh, on sale as well as, you know, all size bed sheets. 
Uh, so huge promo code discounts on bed sheets right now. Normally 90 bucks, you can get them for 40 bucks. So that is a new discount uh, that has just been launched today on mypillow.com backslash ape. If you're looking to get some new bed sheets, some comfy Giza style sheets, they got all their stuff on sale right now. Get them until they're gone. My pillow per kale bed sheets. Uh, so check that out when you guys get time. They also still have the flash though on my pillows as well as the slippers. Buy one, get one free towel sets, bed sheets, my pillow. Uh, beach blankets and beach towels uh, go anywhere my pillows and the mattress uh, toppers and sleep systems sleepwear all kinds of good stuff on the website check it out when you guys get time mypillow.com backslash abe get yourself some cool stuff help support the show and uh, help support a great patriot in Michael and Dow as well so it's a it's a win-win for all of us if you want to help support the stream I really appreciate your help the, the good thing about having a uh, a sponsor like that is we can help lift each other up. The hard part is if uh, nobody buys anything from them, uh, see you later, my pillow. <laughs> so thank you guys. If you need anything, keep that in mind. Discount code A. God bless you guys. Appreciate you very much. Back at the bottom of the website, Facebook, True Social, and Gablinks, as well as the email address and P.O. Box, how to, how to get a hold of me. Appreciate you guys very much. Thank you for working your way in here today on this Friday. Phone lines are open. Anybody who wants to call in, hang out. Um, and tell me why I'm an idiot or what I got wrong. Feel free to call in any time. Please, first in the house on the Fox.app, C-Dragon, RP4L, Nana's in the house. Good to see you, Nana. Willie Fix It, how are you today? Keep true. God bless you. Uh, Willie Fix It Media, Bear Tube has a guy stone boomer footage. <laughs> yeah, we played the, uh, foot, the all the footage yesterday. Um, Sorry, excuse me. P. Thaggy in the house, Pleadius Hope all as well. Bitch Toya has worked her way in here to, the, to this Friday as well as hip to the clip. Uh, good to see you as well. So if drop boxes are illegal, does that mean they're still going to mail in, mail ballots out to everyone? Um, <laughs> so they're going to do whatever they can to try to cheat. Yes, the answer to that question is is they are going to try to do anything they can. Who cares? Dropping 145 gold pills on me. I don't have, you don't have much either. It's pretty quiet today for sure. Uh, I got some good stuff that we'll cover, but, um, but, um, if you guys just want to come hang out, you could do that as well. Trump won. Thank you for the cookie. Keep a mail-in ballot. If you get one, don't open it. Take the, take to vote. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's cause you're, you know, if you, if you, uh, just toss it in the trash or, or actually use that one. It may not be an actual ballot. There's all kinds of uh, of fuckery abound with regards to mail and stuff. So good point there. Uh, everyone over there on uh, Rumble working their way in here today. God bless you guys. Do me a favor. Hit that plus button on Rumble. I appreciate you guys uh, kind of coming to hang out today. Uh, uh, if you haven't subscribed to the to the channel, make sure you do that. Uh, Chris, thanks for dropping all the links out there. God bless you. Ilda, Glenn, and uh, several others. Styly Girl, good to see you out there. Thanks for dropping the links on me. I appreciate it. Uh, as you know, I'm, I constantly am digging, so there's usually very little that I don't catch. <laughs> but thank you for dropping the links on me. I appreciate you, Styly Girl. Everyone over there on Twitch working their way in here today as well. JC Bird dropping a new uh, resub on me. Thank you, brother. Seven months subscribe man uh, and every all you subscribers i got 34 subscribers now you guys make a huge difference in the bottom line you make you make those bills go from uh, red to to green so thank you for everyone over on twitch for your support appreciate you guys very much damn smart with a new follow uh, earlier today as well thank you for being here today 
Z Patriots working working his way in as well as uh, JC Bird. Uh, Jane's in the house. Johnny B's out there. What's good, Johnny B? Good to see you, brother. Hope all is well. Jane, how are you today? Hope all is well. God bless you. Chris, thanks for everything you do. Dr. Jay Blazer's in the house. Hope all is well. Uh, and several others out there working, lurking and working and, and driving and, and the rest. So I know how it is on Fridays. You guys are usually pretty busy around this time. Lots going on. So thank you for working your way in here today. I appreciate you guys very much. Phone lines open. Anytime you guys want to call in, uh, feel free to. Uh, in the meantime, I'll get this to whatever we have uh, for the news of the day. So we will uh, do that. It's called a fuller. It's called a fuller. They don't, if they don't call the sheriff, they don't have to let you vote in person. Oh, they have to let you vote. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Um, All right. Uh, So check it out here today. We got uh, lots of good stuff to talk about um, and some not so good stuff. There's two articles with regards to Shinzo Abe I want to read. And I, I don't know. Again, everybody has, everybody feels like they have to have a take or know uh, everything about every situation. I think that we probably are never going to really know the truth about Shinzo Abe and why he was uh, murdered. Um, Suffice to say, there's definitely a reason behind it. you know, my initial take again is, is is unlike most. I think it's uh it's a shadow or the bow from the CCP or something like that. Uh, I realize that they're trying to scapegoat this uh, Japanese this Japanese guy and stuff, but um, you know, a lot of stuff can happen <laughs> behind the scenes that never really gets told. So who knows what really happened here? And I guess the point is, is that if you're gonna speculate about something have a little bit of sauce behind it. And so in my theory uh, of it being a hit from the CCP as a message, um, I'm going to present that and let me know what you guys think about it. Um, I do believe that it is a message from, um, you know, maybe not the the top in CCP, but uh, the enforcer party of the CCP. Um, And we'll see. I mean, it's uh in the end, I think the uh, the world lost a, a, a somebody that was an ally to freedom. So there's that. <laughs> Much love, Victoria. China says goodbye to assassinated Japan Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, or Abe Shinzo, whatever. Controversial figure with bad reputation, they say. China's Global Times state propaganda outlet described former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe as having a bad reputation. Police said uh, a, a man identified as 41-year-old Yamagami Tetsuya fatally shot Abe during a campaign event on Friday morning in Nara, southern Japan, uh, using what they have described as press time as an apparent homemade firearm. Abe was delivering a speech in support of legislative candidate um, on the ballot in regional elections to be held this weekend. Uh, so I guess I'm still I'm hearing that the elections are probably going to recover or, or are still going to go on. Abe's tenure um, was marked by a firm foreign policy against communist and leftist threats, a warm embrace of the United States and President Donald Trump in particular, and a call for Japan to enhance its defense forces. Japan's post-World War II constitution bans it from having a former military. Abe has long campaigned for an amendment to allow Japan to have more protection than its self-defense forces, SDF. Shortly before his death, Abe... 
uh, began to return to prominence, championing the cause of a free and peaceful Taiwan and urging the United States to cement a concrete relationship with Taiwan that would deter China from invading it. The, China, the Communist Party of China initially reacted to the news of the attack on Abe, expressing shock. At the time of the foreign ministry's daily briefing, Japanese authorities had not yet confirmed Abe's death. We are, we are following the updates and hope that former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe will be out of danger and recover soon. We would like to extend sympathies to his family, foreign ministry spokesman Zhao Lijian said at the time. In a Japanese-language statement on Twitter, which Chinese citizens cannot legally use, Chinese government spokesman uh, spokeswoman Wao Chunying uh, later expressed condolences. I am surprised to hear that former Prime Minister uh, Abe had passed, has passed away. We pray for his soul. Condolences for his bereaved family. The Global Times, an official Chinese government outlet, adopted a different tone in addressing the development. Chinese observers described the assassination of Abe as the biggest political incident in Japanese politics since the end of World War II and warned about ripple effects from the death of this controversial figure. The propaganda outlet asserted in its coverage, who once contributed to China-Japan relations but later tore these achievements apart. The Global Times claimed that Abe had a bad reputation among Chinese public because he had visited and issued offerings to the Yukasuni Shrine, a monument to Japan's war debt established in 1869. The shrine claims to honor nearly 2.5 million divinities, but the list includes several known war criminals from an imperial era. Abe's offering to the shrine thus outraged both the Japanese and the Korean public who endured heinous human rights atrocities at the hands of Japanese during World War II. Abe was far from uh, the only public figure to be good to go there, blah, blah, blah. China, Global Times also took issue with Abe's advocacy for Taiwan following the end of his prime ministership in 2020, claiming wrong words and deeds almost completely overturned the achievements he once made in underpinning Japan's China's ties. Hmm. In a separate article, a state-run Global Times Friday that Abe would become a martyr for the right-wing forces. The Japanese right-wing forces may use this incident to push forward the trend of conservative information or transformation in Japanese politics. I hope so. And Abe's supporters will continue to promote free and open Indo-Pacific. I hope so. So... Just to give just to give you a foundational perspective about what um, the how it's being reported in China. All right, so there's that. Then we have this from today's Gateway Pundit. China restaurants and shops celebrate Shinzo Abe's assassination with weekend specials on food, milk tea, clothing, and lottery tickets. Nice, right? Uh, following Abe's assassination, several shops and restaurants celebrated in mainland China with special discounts for the weekend. Jennifer Zhang posted numerous tweets of the Chinese public celebrations. We are so happy today. <laughs> Buy one, get one free, said uh, Jennifer Zhang. <laughs> Uh, massive sales for the assassination of Shinzo Abe from the Great Translation Movement. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, you know, <laughs> 
former U.S. president being assassinated and, and restaurants offering buy one, get one free hot dog for, for a bozo. <laughs> Those of you that caught that, that was just for you. The buy one, get one free on milk tea. Got to have that, too. So that was uh, that was China's reaction to Shinzo Abe's assassination today. Again, my I, I, we don't, I feel like we all have to pontificate on every single topic. And I don't I don't know. Nobody freaking knows. But I know this. Um, it sure does feel like a, a warning, a shot over the bow to anybody who uh, is freedom-loving patriots in this world, that's for sure. I got a full house working their way in here with Denise, Aaron, and Patriot Freestyle all going to work their way in here today. So we'll do a roundtable-style discussion and see what's going on out there today, guys. So let me go ahead and start working your get your guys work your way in here, and then we'll uh, just kind of hang out. I got, a, I got one important article that sometime in the next hour and a half I have to read. So <laughs> other than that... Um, Open table for the open discussion. Let's just kind of hang out. If I got something wrong, if you want to talk about something, open open uh, table here today, guys. So I see uh, Aaron was uh, first in the house, and then Denise was second, and then Patriot Freestyle, my brother from another mother down there, hanging out as well. So we'll go uh, round table in that order, I suppose, would be a, an easy way to do it today. Let me get the speed, the sound fixed over here, and a, go ahead and ask uh, Aaron to unmute first and let me know what's on your mind today, guys. Good to see you guys out there today. Aaron, how you been, brother? Well, if I was doing any better, I'd be you, Abe. <laughs> I am feeling pretty good about life right now. I got I to gotta be honest. There's a, of, of anything that could be uh, going wrong, it's um, not going wrong in my life right now. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's good to hear. You know, the Georgia Guidestones going down. And then an, an, an obelisk went down today or earlier yesterday. Did you hear about that over at the Vatican? Yeah, I, th- I saw some some speculation on the timing of the pictures, when that when it was and the dating on it. So I didn't really dig into it too much, but it's just it, it's it's crazy the way that stuff's happening right now, man. It's it's uh, it really does feel. You know, like like a lot of us talked about over since uh, the Friday from abortion ban, a lot of people really felt like uh, a uh, demon chip on the shoulder was taken off <laughs> off of oh, humanity. Yeah. It feels so different, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's like it's like wow. You uh, it's like just getting out of the shower. It's like clean and fresh and and uh, no more darkness. It's 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 just amazing. And you know, I wonder what's next. Do you think the uh, Washington Monument is next. I mean, that's an obelisk. I mean, I think that's got some symbolism. That's I don't got, know. got hit by lightning pretty good not too long ago, huh? Did it really? You know what I'm thinking? Maybe Space Force has been working on a lightning weapon. Think about that. If they ha- if they have, can we can we get that thing dialed into um, you know some some pretty good range here? Because if you miss with a lightning bolt, you're going to cause some serious problems. Well, you know, lightning strikes the earth a hundred times per second. And I'm amazed that any alien would ever stop here with that knowledge. So I ever tell you about the time I got hit by lightning. No, you did. <laughs> so you remember I used to work on cell sites, right? I uh, used to, I used to fix uh, cell towers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh no. Oh, you were making yourself a target for lightning. then. Oh Yeah. 
So, you know, big, 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 bad me coming out of the Marine Corps, um, big, bad, real bad storm in South Carolina and those lightning storms down in South Carolina, you do not want to be screwing around down there. Um, and, but the South site was down and it was what happened to be the South site that covered, you know, it was about a 20 square mile area back then, back then you had analog cell sites. And if one site went down, you got a major hole in an area that, um, you know, you, you lost coverage. And then the, the customers, you know, you did was thousands of customer calls. And then sometimes there were key areas where it, back then you only had, um, a, an analog, you know, style, um, bag phone you know what i'm saying with the so um so i'm like ah screw it i'm just gonna run in there real quick kick the generator on and run back out right okay and it's it's the storm is about you know you, i'm counting the, the the lightning and stuff it's about three miles away or so so I, I think i'm good right so i open that gate and i i start to run in there and as soon as i took two steps inside that gate lightning hit about i don't know 20 feet behind the cell site and all I saw was flashes going through all the fencing and everything, you know, like the, the side things wow. of it knocked me to the ground. I heartbeat just freaking going crazy. I just turned around and ran out of there. And wow. I, I happened to be with somebody else that was with me. And I said, get me the hell out of here dude. just drive. Get me out of here. It was, it scared the living shit out of me, bro. Oh my God. Yeah. I've never been hit by lightning, but I got uh, zapped by 220 once. And that wasn't something you want to do. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it wasn't a direct hit. If it was a direct hit, I'd be uh, not doing too good. But, I mean, I remember seeing, like, flashes going through, like, my head and shit. So, I'm <laughs> it's, oh, wow. it scared the shit out of me, bro. But, yeah, so don't screw around with lightning, especially uh, next to a giant, uh, you know, uh, lightning, lightning attractor, lightning giant ride. cell tower. <laughs> yeah, I think lightning is what hit the Guidestones. I think that's, you know. Whether it's directed or not, I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, Smoking Patriot, good to see you out there, man. Uh, that that uh, bottom round smoking that I did last night was freaking tasty. Check that out on True Social if you get a chance. Let's check in with Denise. How are you doing over there today, Denise? G good to see you. What's good over there across the pond today? Hi, Alan. Hi, Aram. I'm good, thank you. Did you hear about, before it goes out of my head, did you hear about the massive mobile and internet outage in canada yeah i did see something about like it was a major outage the whole country was affected that's pretty interesting yeah yeah it caught my eye i thought oh that's another one it's you know that thing where they keep saying you're on a roller coaster ride well i think we've peaked the precipice and we're on the down run and i've got my seat belt on and roller coasters make me feel sick so <laughs> So I'm braced at the minute. I'm braced because uh, there's all sorts of strange things happening. As, as Aaron said, the, the obelisk, the Georgia Guidestones, the lightning strikes left, right and centre. It's, um, it's been a very peculiar two weeks. Very peculiar. All the resignations but, uh, too, you know, the the whole the whole government's collapsing in different parts of the of the world is interesting too, you know. Yeah, they, I mean, they, I told you I, it must have been a year ago. I told you that um, that uh, that woman that Boris was tangled up with, who he later married, that she was trouble yep. because she was a, a left wing greenie and that she was known 
known provocateur and uh, blackmailer and she was always um, trying to get in government herself, you know, um, having influence in government, sorry, and Boris was a way in. And it was when he met up with her that he started um, doing these greeny things and what have you that I didn't agree with. Um, you know, because I told you I couldn't understand why he did things, but of course it's all it's all this um, woman he married. Um, <laughs> Women can do crazy influence. things to a man's mind, no doubt about it. Well, she's she's not particularly. I mean, some might call her attractive. I don't particularly think so, but I don't know what hold she's got over him. But she's definitely got a hold over him. Well, you know what it is, um, but she's, but she's, uh, she's good at something. I'm not <laughs> sure what it is. <laughs> Well, but, I mean, so yes. you agree with Raheem Kassam's article that that she was also uh, one of the ones that was kind of constantly working behind the scenes to counter yes. what yep. Boris was trying to do as well. Yeah. And I told you this a year ago. It must be a year ago, yeah. Alan, that I, that I told you this. This was going to this was going on. This was happening. So I've been vindicated if Raheem Kassam, Raheem um, came out and said exactly the same thing that I said to you oh, a year, over a year ago now, um, when he first got entangled with her, that she was bad news. Um, so yeah, uh, and the um, the people who was like Rishi Sunak, who was the um, Chancellor of the Exchequer, the Finance Minister, if you want, left. Um, so he he enlisted another chap, another Asian, who said that he backed Boris 100% and wouldn't let him down, wouldn't backstab him. And the minute he was made Chancellor of the Exchequer, um, he turned on him and did exactly the same thing, backstabbed him. And um, you'll find that the majority of the cabinet who walked out, Savi, the health minister, he, uh, things were starting to come out about him. I remember seeing a video of him visiting a hospital once and the doctors there point blank asked him why he wasn't promoting HCQ and um, ivermectin, etc. And, uh, and he just sort of shrugged his shoulders and turned his back on this doctor and didn't answer the question at all. So he was covering up you know, the HCQ and the doctors in the hospital were telling him that it worked, you know, as a preventative and he wasn't, he wasn't having it. I don't understand, and, um, Denise. I don't understand the, the idea of them resigning in protest. It, it, that seems kind of counterproductive to resign in protest. It's, it's not a resigning protest. What it is, is all these ones that have been trying for years to, um, you know, there's there's a lot of um, non-Brexiteers, people who still wanted to be tied to the EU and Boris was little by, by little chipping away um, at the, the entanglement we still have with the EU. And the one that broke the, the back, the camel's back, so to say, is when he said that he was withdrawing from the European um, human rights thing and was drawing up our own human rights thing. And um, 
that upset an awful lot of MPs. They said, you can't do that because it was the European Court of Human Rights who stopped the planes that were sending illegal immigrants over to Rwanda. Um, it was the European Court that stuck the nose in there and stopped those flights. And it was then that Boris said, no, we're coming out of the European Court of Human Rights and we'll, we'll have our own human rights. Um, and the European Court will no longer have any influence and will no longer be superior to our own courts. And that was the one that broke the camel's back. And these MPs then um, have got together and colluded along with the civil servants. He was trying to cut down the amount of civil servants and their influence in government as well. And it was that that... Um, that made them en masse decide to, no, we can't, we can't control him. He can't blow it, Billy, blow, he can't be influenced because he's, he's very stubborn. And um, that was that. Of course, um, Rashid Sunak, the ex um, exchequer, and Saveed Javid, the ex health minister, um, are two that are throwing the hat in the new um, to be leader of the Conservative Party. So they're they're resigning um, it with the ideas of gaining power in other ways, huh? Yep, yep. Um, Michael Gov, he's throwing his hat in again. He's already got, gone up against Boris twice and lost. Uh, the last leadership contest, contest, he went against Boris and lost. Is there um, anyone that so is making the the or taking the angle to remake the the fishing and the raping of your of your waters by the European Union is there any way that there is there anybody that, that could potentially run on making that an issue again because if so you could find somebody that would make that an issue again and raise awareness among your population I think you might have something there well the only the only two conservative MPs who I would like to see run aren't throwing the hat in the ring and that's jacob breeze mogg and bone i think it's peter is his is his first name peter bone um because they they're very conservative um to the right of center right um and very much for the people and for the country um but jacob breeze mogg won't throw his hat in the ring because he doesn't want to be a leader of the country. He's quite happy taking up ministerial positions and supporting a prime minister, but I don't think he's interested in being prime minister himself. I think he's, he's seen too many prime he's ministers too smart. He's like, in the back. He's like, I don't want that freaking headache. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He said, no, I'll stay with my six kids and my fam, you know, my wife and my six kids and do my bit in my constituency and be a supportive role, but I don't want to be prime minister. So is the, um, is the, is the replacement going to be a democratic process or is that going to be an appointment? Well, usually what happens with the leader, um, people who have, um, uh, conservative membership, you know, if you, um, sent in money and got a conservative members card, um, you can be given a vote on who will be the next meet, uh, leader, as well as the Conservative MPs be given a vote. And how they do it is that all of the people are thrown in a hat. 
and whoever has the the least votes is knocked off the list and then thrown in the hat again. I mean, the process can take anywhere from three to six weeks, depending on how, how fast they move the bumps. So it's it's Bearing democratic based on based on parliament's selections. Yeah, um, and conservative members, you know, ordinary members of the public who are card carrying conservative party members. Um, but bearing in mind that Parliament is shutting down next month for the summer holidays, um, and Boris says that he's he'll he'd like to stay as um, PM until September October time, which is about as long as the process will probably take. Bearing in mind the summer break, um, I wish I wish our government would shut down for more holidays. <laughs> Believe you me, with the, the, the stuff that's going on in the world, the, the last thing um, that they could they could do with is shutting down for nearly a month. Um, it's ridiculous the amount of money they get paid, and you know you very rarely see the house, the MPs all yeah. in the House of Parliament. They got they have better Unless, jobs than teachers. Yeah, exactly that. And they get big expenses. I mean, if you saw the amount of money they're fetching in expenses, it's ridiculous. So, but yeah, how, how when's the next time that you guys will have a chance to vote for prime minister? Um, I think it's three years. Really? I think it's three years. Yeah. What if What if they how went back and declared? What if they went back and revoted again on declaring? Um, Boris unfit or whatever the hell it was, does that spark a a a, uh, a vote of any kind? Well, he's he's already having he's already handed in his resignation. Yeah. However, he doesn't have to, according to the rules, he doesn't have to. He can withdraw that resignation, so he could you know quite easily say in September October he could quite easily throw his hat in the ring. And go again. I sent you know, I sent President Trump a message and said, "Hey, can you get a hold of Boris and tell him to ditch his crazy fucking wife and then to go back to being the conservative strength that he used to be?" Um, yeah. So we'll see if Trump can be the best friend uh, advisor <laughs> that he, that Boris needs right now because Boris needs to def- desperately here to get rid of that crazy bitch and go back to being who he used to be. Yeah. Well, I think it'll be the other way around because uh, she quite liked being the wife of the prime minister. I don't think she's going to quite like being a a newspaper editor's wife because <laughs> probably if if um, Boris left politics, that would probably be what he would do. He would go back into journalism, and um, because that's where he started off as a journalist. Um, the, the, the subtle observer, way that you have of smacking people down, Denise, is unlike anybody else I know. <laughs> Hang out for us for a little bit, Denise. Let me get Patriot. Okay. Uh, let me get Patriot Freestyle in here to come uh, okay. say what's on his mind here today, and then we'll just kind of roundtable it and just kind of have uh, a chill session. So I appreciate you guys very much, uh, Patriot Freestyle. If you want, go ahead and uh, hit the unmute and let us know what's on your mind today. Appreciate you coming to hang out with us today. Willie Fix It, Sea Dragon, Tennessee Tim. Lots of great patriots over there on uh, on the Foxes out app, kind of hanging out. I appreciate you guys very much. Patriot Freestyle, how you been, brother? Thanks for hanging out with oh, us. Oh, man, it's been – oh, crap. Can you guys hear me? Yep, you're Uh-oh. good. Okay, I was just making sure. Yeah, it's it's been a while uh, since I've been live with anybody. Uh, 
it's been crazy last what couple months i'd say it's been a pretty wild time i've you know i've been paying pretty close attention to weird stuff going on this last couple of weeks so that's it's been my main focus is trying to understand what like it's weird right because of the way the way this week went you know we we had we had the whole thing with uh what cern doing their whole particle accelerator stupid crap that they tried and then what next day georgia guidestones go down and then we got japanese prime minister getting shot yesterday like what the what the hell is going on this week <laughs> it's, it's crazy, been crazy right? yeah, oh man. dude i just it's and it's not even like even before all this like there's even crazy stuff before too but it's like not this much packed in one week i don't think we've had it like this for a while it is definitely accelerating it the the the, uh the timeline of events definitely seems to be accelerating aaron what's your thoughts on on how this is all moving and the how the you know we've we've kind of watched as it slowly stacks itself up to a to a what feels like a precipice and at a, and like denise said are we at that at that point now are we coming are we coming off of it to where you know uh, we're, you know, more events are going to happen quicker or what are you thinking about this all i know is where we go one we go all <laughs> that's a cop-out answer but hey i'll take it <laughs> no i i just think it's uh like like the other previous uh caller said it's just one thing after another it's just blowing everybody away it's waking people up it's i mean because today's normie is tomorrow's friend so um they're just we're getting new friends every day and and look, they tried that that shooter. They tried to call him a Trump supporter because he had a peppy shirt on. That didn't fly. That didn't fly at all. So it it's I, I see the good guys are you know it's twenty to nothing, pretty much. Good guys. You got all the Supreme Court stuff happening and. Yeah, man, it's been fun. I see, um, I see Glenn out there dropping this. Chief Nerd also is dropping this about uh, twenty minutes ago. Elon Musk pulling out of the Twitter deal after they refused to produce spam d- account data. So uh, <laughs> official filing in the SEC archives today. So uh, maybe, maybe, maybe now we can all celebrate as another domino falls and Twitter falls on its face. What do you think, Patriot Freestyle? Oh, that 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 uh, that twitter deal with elon musk it was a win-win situation either way it went either he was going to take over and try to fix the platform and get rid of all the spam or they were going to do this <laughs> either way i think it was kind of a win i don't i don't necessarily trust elon musk i don't trust anybody for that matter but uh i think that he did have a bit more of a understanding of what a free speech platform is supposed to look like and I think that he did want to at least try to set that up. I, I don't necessarily think that he was going to go full out with it. I think there was still going to be censorship, but I don't think it was going to be nearly as bad as it has been. I'm hoping that it'll that the stock will crash now, and uh, Elon can pull all of his all of his stake out of it and just collapse the company, and Twitter can go away into the dustbin of history forever. What do you think? <laughs> A lot can be done because of him backing out of this deal actually a lot can happen because of this because it's not only going to affect twitter it's going to affect anything that twitter owns it's going to affect anybody else that twitter's associated with because if twitter goes down i i could almost bet you're going to see the same thing happen 
in in the stock market as far as like facebook and twitter google stuff anybody that's connected to those mainstream platforms they're all going to be affected by this in in one way or another i it's not necessarily going to be it's it's going to be uh pretty easy to tell when it happens but it's going to affect the stocks it was at 36 uh at the close today 36.9 it dropped to 34 still dropping right now it's crashing right now as we speak down, <laughs> down to 34 down down to eight percent right now oh that's funny yep it's it's just gonna be a matter of time i i feel like by this time next week we're gonna be seeing uh we'll be seeing some crazier stuff i think if this week's been anything more than just a it's like a marker showing that it's, things are going to become more intense yeah, I think I think this summer is going to be a quite a hot summer going into October when we're supposed to have the the Danchenko trial, and we still have Durham saying he's got two couple other indictments that are supposed to be hearing about in the very near future. So I'm hoping that we hear about that, you know, July August time frame. We can we can keep us busy with those. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it's it's a, it's been slow going, man. I you know I'm I'm one. I've been affected by the economy in a very negative way in the last six months which is why i haven't been around lately but so i've, I've kind of stepped away i've still been paying attention but i stepped back a little bit because i'm trying to look at things a little bit uh more outside of the box a little bit less objectively i guess you'd say i'm trying to it's, it's hard to it's hard for me to put everything into words because there's just so yeah, much. I, that it, I, I, I totally get it. That's that's <laughs> why um, it's good to see you out there because you know me. I've I've always tried to do that as well. I've always tried to present uh, uh, information or theories and stuff in different ways that make people think, and not necessarily what I think the way that I think, but just present it in different ways. I think I think it's important for all of us to do that. Mm-hmm. It it is, and uh, you know, it's like uh, this stuff. That's going on right now for me personally because of the situation that I'm in at home. It, it's hard for me to be excited with the wins because ultimately those wins are still not helping the people that are struggling with the economy the way the economy is. I mean, it's, there's there's times where I struggle to I have to decide between getting gas for the week or getting groceries. You know, it's, it's to that point here where I'm at. It, it, it's hard to live. I mean, a, and to get a better job, the requirements go outside of my moral standards. I'm not going to get a vaccine or a mask to get a job. So there's still places around here that do that. But it's like, I can't go get a better job. <laughs> it's, not an, it's not an option for me. So I'm just kind of sitting in a situation where I have to, I have to watch everything play out from a standpoint where I want to be optimistic about it, but also at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm being affected in a bad way by it. So it's, it's hard for me. It's, 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 a uh, it's created this kind of tension in my mind when it comes to thinking about things. So I, I've got multiple perspectives uh, on, on every aspect of this whole situation. It, it's, 
it's been been struggled, but it's I'm still I'm still pretty optimistic about how this is going to go. Uh, I think I totally get it, bro. I, you're not the only one that's that's going through that oh, yeah. kind of way of thinking. I mean, so don't 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 make it seem like uh, that that is it's it's just you that's going through that. But I do understand. I I can identify with this this economy and how it targets. Um, you know, a, a certain class of people in our country or a certain a group of people in our country purposely. And when you're under regimes like this, I mean, Ob- Obama was the same shit, man. He just constantly was putting pressure, financial pressure on people uh, with their policies. And it's it's likely not going to get better anytime soon, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, and I, I was thinking about this earlier because I saw a video of a guy talking about uh, – it was kind of it was kind of like a more of a rally video, but it was he was discussing in the video about like financial situations and how the economy was supposed to be according to the layout of the Constitution and how how it was supposed to play out. Basically, the idea was back in like during the, the Industrial Revolution when everything was starting to get built, factories were starting to go up and, and production productivity was increasing rapidly. At that point in our country, they were saying that by this time. Uh, a family of five or six should be able to live in a full-size house on 10 hours a week, making very little money. That very little money should have been going a very long way, right? But obviously something happened along the lines, and here we are. My thought is, is that the direction we're supposed to be headed? Because what it looks like to me is it's, it's we're in complete self-destruction right now. And, and I would argue that it's controlled and in the sense that there's going to be a lot of our infrastructure that's going to go down. Our, our government infrastructure, our econom- economic infrastructure is going to go down. There's, there's going to be things that are going to have to fall and collapse in order for us to bring it back to what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I, I do believe that there is systems in place to protect um the public from from getting affected to a point that it goes that far that it goes that bad i I, i'm a little more optimistic on that front that's why i i believe in um not necessarily devolution but continuity of government of some kind in play uh definitely a, a shadow style government system that's that's countering the effects of what um, the Biden administration and the global regime is trying to do to America, how, how that manifests itself. I, I don't know, but I do believe that there are good people in place to make sure that, you know, while this war plays itself out, um, the, the, the American public are, are, are left to go, uh, you know, create their own little realities of unicorns all day long. Like, like we are now as the spoiled well, brats that we hmm. are. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying it's going to get bad for everybody, like real, real bad. I'm because this so there's so many layers to this. Right. It's hard to describe one perspective without bringing in other perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like in this in this case, I am on the same page with you. I don't think it's going to get that bad for people individually, but on the on the on the more public scale what we're going to see, what the public's going to see versus what they're going to feel. It's going to be completely different. There's going to be, we're going to see a lot of really bad shit happening, but we're not going to feel the effects of most of it, but it's, you know what I mean? It's going to be one of those things. It's going to be one of them wake up calls for everybody. We're going to see how corrupt our, our 
economic infrastructure and our governmental infrastructure actually is because most pub most of the people in the public right now still don't understand this i actually brought my uh my cousin over to my place today he's he's kind of like a sit-in live audience for for today uh brought him into the deep end of things but he he's not familiar with anything that's going on because he's not paying attention yeah and these are the types of people we uh we're trying to reach right there are people out there like that more than more than we understand like that i think that's something that a lot of us have let go of i don't i never let go i've always tried to wake up as many people as possible on a regular basis i'm always saying something whether i'm making posts on social media or talking to people in my real and in, act in, in my personal life you know I, but i'm still trying to get to those people and reach those people that don't see what's going on or, or don't care what's going on you know what i mean because to a certain point we should all give a shit what's happening because what's yeah. happening is affecting everybody if if things don't go our way uh i don't think anybody understands the implications that that has you know what i mean no i don't think they do i don't think they understand what would have happened if hillary got got elected in that election and if biden was um, was inserted now yeah alan don't forget that um is it greg is it phillips greg greg's he's he's um got another bombshell to drop should be within the next couple of weeks that his next revelation, and then there's the um, Supreme Court in one of those swing states has just announced that um, the uh, the uh, vote in that that county was illegal and is decertifying it. Which one is it? I can't. I can't well, we have uh, here in Wisconsin. We have the the breaking. Wisconsin. Yeah, we have the breaking news that uh, Supreme Court rules the public uh, absentee drop boxes are illegal. If you've been watching the show, you knew this uh, before the yeah. election in 2020, because uh, we covered we 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 read the Wisconsin statute that says that drop boxes are illegal. The very interesting part about this is actually Molly Hemingway's article that I kind of want to just go ahead and read. Actually, Jordan Boyd wrote, it's only three minutes, Wisconsin illegal uh, ballot drop box operation further proves 2020 was not the most secure election in history. Yeah. Uh, three minutes. Yeah, but this, this, go ahead. But which Supreme Court is it that's, that's just said it was either today or yesterday that's just said that um, they're decertifying the results in their county. And for the life of me, it's gone out of my head which county, which Supreme Court it was um, in which county that's, that's just said that. I, I you know, I kind of remember that they didn't use the, the term decertify, so I'm having a hard time recalling it, but but I hear you. Let's um let me read this real quick and then we'll I'll see if I can find that. Yeah. The Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled an unmanned drop boxes used to collect absentee ballots during the 2020 election are illegal. As if we need more proof that the 2020 election was not the most secure in history. The Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled on Friday that the unmanned drop boxes used to collect absentee ballots during the 2020 presidential election are illegal. That matters because the drop boxes, which were funded by one of Mark Zuckerberg's election meddling pet projects, collected absentee votes in five of the swing state's biggest cities for a political race that was decided by only about 20,000 votes. 
there's I think I'm trying to recall it was over 200,000 drop box total votes if I remember correctly in the wake of the 2020 election Democrats and their cronies in the corrupt corporate media repeatedly claimed that there was no way that the United States voting system could be compromised despite the growing evidence of a manipulated election they released reports and studies that claim that the voter fraud is rare and there was no systematic voting issues in the states uh-huh anyone who disagreed with their conclusions was immediately smeared for touting baseless and unfounded conspiracy theories and kicked off a D live or that was me excuse me election officials election security experts contradict Trump's voting claims New York Times blared in a headline just a couple weeks after election day of course these are the same class of experts who signed a letter five years ago when Hillary Clinton lost the 2016 election claiming that the US elections were vulnerable and had some of the same weaknesses that they dismissed now the truth is there was plenty of evidence to suggest that Joe Biden's journey to the White House wasn't blemish free under the guise of protecting voters from COVID-19 states began recklessly mailing out ballots informed by outdated voter rolls they eliminated election security safeguards and encouraged a flood of unverified absentee ballots. In Pennsylvania, Democrats used to use the leftist courts to change the state's voting or election code to expand mail-in voting and, and add drop boxes and relax the verification standards for mail-in ballots. In other states, Zuckerberg used shady election manipulating organizations to incentivize and orchestrate increased Democrat voter turnout, such as in, you know, well, nursing homes. Even on the election day, poll observers in several swing states said they were targeted, harassed, lied to, and banned from the ballot counting rooms, which they were supposed to observe. In Michigan, Republican poll challengers claimed tens of thousands of bad ballots were counted for Biden in Detroit and signed sworn affidavits saying so. Yet anyone who suggested anything to contradict the narrative that this was the most secure election ever was nuked off the Internet by big tech and scolded by corporate media. When they gathered in Washington, D.C. to protest, they and Republicans nowhere near the nation's Capitol building were smeared as insurrectionists. That event became the basis for the hyperpartisan January 6th committee and their sham attempts to subpoena election integrity supporters for the crime of questioning what happened in 2020. The Wisconsin Supreme Court's decision just proves what many of us have known before November 3rd, 2020. Our latest presidential election was tainted by some of the most powerful institutions in our nation who meddled, censored, rigged whatever they could to pave the way for Joe Biden and the Oval office that is jordan boyd in today's federalist the other part of the important part that i need to talk about with regards to this today not only did they ban them for future they said they were illegal in the 2020 election which could re-incentivize uh our state's electors to say okay now i have a a, a legal standard or a legal basis to, de to uh, you know, vote for a decertification or at least a special election in our legislature. We are pushing for that at the grassroots level. We'll see. Um, thoughts, comments from the gallery. <laughs> oh, comments from the gallery. Um, is that us? <laughs> thoughts, comments from the, uh, yeah, yeah. From I, I here, here's what I, I am just amazed that the Biden crime family continues to break laws and to do horrible things for the country, like selling almost a million barrels of gas out of our strategic reserves to China, to a company that looks like it might be connected to Hunter. It How is connected to Hunter. So are we just, they're just letting them break as many laws as they can so they can just uh, you know, handcuff them at some point and say, hey, mm -hmm. you're done. 
I, I think we we go all out to win the midterms, and then we start the proceedings for impeachment. Wow, it's it just but the thing. The, but the thing is, I think that um, if they try to charge Hunter with anything, who do you think is going to pardon him? While he's still sitting in sitting in the the big chair in the White House, well, the, we'll see how long it takes him. us to get the impeachment stuff done. If we can get the impeachment yeah. stuff done by the end of twenty three, um, then we can remove the power of him to be able to to do anything. We'll see. I mean that the that is the goal. The goal is to is to take back the uh, oversight committees and start doing some some real investigations in the public sphere. So here, here's here's where I'm at with this. Uh, I don't know that impeachment is going to be the proper direction because in order for that to work, we would have to win literally, we'd have to win majority in every seat. Like we'd have to almost win almost every seat. And I think, we'd have I think to we have... can get a mandate majority in the Senate and the House. I think I think if 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 we are able to root out the fraud, okay, if we're able to, if we have a real election of any kind that that, that is limited in fraud, we right. could we could win a vast majority over sixty in the Senate and a majority in the House. Right, but then then we have to go down the route of okay, if we're going to go down through an impeachment, they're going to have to put in a new. Uh, house representative right or uh speaker of the house they're gonna have to take away nancy's spot right because if you do an impeachment you're gonna impeach biden and harris will take over then they're gonna do they'll have to impeach her and then pelosi would take over we, we can't have that well you know what i mean and we, yeah. we have to find somebody <laughs> we'd have to get we'd have to make sure that the person that they try to select for that position would actually be a good person like be a good guy be a mega patriot this kind of person we need if they're going to go through with the impeachment idea because otherwise i i where i'm sitting at right now and as much as it sucks because it really sucks but as much as it sucks uh, they have to be allowed to commit all the crimes that they're going to commit because the more crimes they commit the harder the sentencing is going to be and the penalty for majority of what they've done so far uh as far as i can tell is life in prison or death and uh, i mean it's it's gonna i mean they're gonna continue to keep going we know this they're gonna they're gonna push everything they can push with the very limited time that they know they have so but but surely if the if the republicans get the majority of the house seats uh Pelosi would automatically not be Speaker of the House any longer. Republicans would vote in their own Speaker. It would be a Republican Speaker. Is that not so? Yep. Are we reading it right? Yep. Yes, but we have to be careful with some of the Republicans because even, even with... I, I don't necessarily trust all of Trump's endorsements. You know what I mean? Because uh, there's been some shady characters that he's selected. Let's let's put in perspective, like Doctor Oz. Uh, I have my I have some very very strong feelings against this guy, but he got Trump's endorsement as a Republican, and he's going to be running it or ran or whatever. And I don't I don't think that that's the type of person we want in that position. Uh, so this isn't about Republicans or Democrats. And that's, that's that's another thing that people keep forgetting. This is a much larger situation i think um president trump 
is uh, very become very adept at the political games in DC, and when <laughs> when he goes out on a limb and gets somebody like Doctor Oz elected, when President Trump needs a vote or needs a favor, I think that that he's going to get that kind of I, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. So I think there's more to that than meets the eye. He's looking to try to find people who he knows can win. And also who he can control. <laughs> There's I think right. that's a double-sided coin there. I, I, I agree. I, I'm still kind of holding on to that side of things uh, because I don't know for sure. I just know that he's connected with the World Economic Forum and, and all that other crap. And I just, I'm not, uh, and then we can't forget his connection to Maria Abramovich. You know, that's, that's also a pretty big, uh, that's a red flag if you ask me. But I, I don't, I don't know where i stand with i i'm I'm still on the optimistic side of it i just think i think that we need to be very careful because we don't know how many of these endorsements are moles uh we know that they 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 can play along pretty well and that's that's pretty that's what makes us so that makes us so uncertain about the direction of this because we don't know completely the people that are being endorsed and that the people because i mean i i think trump is pretty good judge of character at this point i think he he i do believe that he is but i do think that he can still be pretty easily fooled by people who play along very well you know he's uh, he's been proven to have uh, listened to some advisors that have been less than <laughs> helpful yes. i give you that <laughs> yes that's and, and that's you know and i i've always been that kind of person i don't I'm, I'm willing to criticize everything. I don't, I don't mind. Uh, I love Trump. I love what he did, the way he had our economy at that point. I mean, I, I couldn't have asked for anything more, but uh, I think, I think that there has been some, <laughs> some sketchy situations that he put us in based on the people he's brought around him. And that's, that's as far as I'll take my criticism with that. Uh, but that, you know, that's just the kind of person I've been. I, no, I mean, I've, 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 I've done the same, bro. I mean, I get it. it I got slammed for, for daring to uh, question or slam President Trump's comments, especially when he talked about Mike Pence. I got slammed for that, but whatever. Oh, dude, that's what I've always loved about your show. Well, I've always <laughs> watched your show, man. You, you, you stay very grounded in reality, and that's I try. Kind of the, that's the people. <laughs> I mean, that, look, that's the people I like to have around. The people that try to stick as close to reality as possible, but are also willing to consider all possibilities as crazy as they may seem you know what i mean yeah. that's 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 where i'm at and, and Go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> it's always nice to have conversations like this with people because it's whether we agree completely or not we can still have these conversations and go about our day i have a dr oz comment now doc for one thing trump has to deal with what's out there you know he yeah, whatever, whatever is out there, he has to do, you know, maybe not everyone's ideal. But now Dr. Oz did a very important episode on his show a few years ago about uh, human trafficking. And he had this woman who was sold as an infant to this man, the man who owns me, she called him. And she was kept in a cage with all these other kids. And, and you know, she said when they brought kids in that were not raised that way they would cry a lot and uh when they got a yellow dress they knew they were going to go to disneyland and meet their 
father, but it wasn't their father. And so he really opened the, the floodgates and brought to the public the awareness of child sex trafficking in, in a really dramatic way. Also, recently, he's starting to talk about um, emerging light and sound therapies for medicine. So, you know, he's on the cutting edge of that. So there's a lot of reasons that the things he could bring to the table. Um, you know, nobody's perfect, but those two things I think are very important. And that's a good point for sure. It's something that, that, uh, didn't really get talked about that, that special that he, that, that he did with regards to that, um, that child, man. I mean, you know, exactly what that is. This is, this is exposing, you know, something that is a deep, dark secret out there. So it makes you wonder, you know, um, if, if, uh, the, the connections that we make from afar aren't always what they seem. I, I think that's a, it's an important perspective to take. I appreciate it, Aaron. Thanks, man. And I appreciate you too, man. You get a great show here and you, you do a great job with red pill too. I have a lot of fun with red pill. He makes it so easy. Like I talked about before he he's, he he's, you know, you know how, what it's like, he makes it so easy to just come in and, and say what say what you need to say on a topic, and then uh, he, he you know he'll he'll emphasize it, and then boom, move on to the next. He makes it so easy, bro. Yeah, he just sent me a a, a display or a, a monitor. Oh, nice. Yeah, so looking forward to putting that into use. I and gave, I just I, yeah. I gave a bunch of mine away too to my to my uh, son in law. <laughs> Last night I had Andrew D. Bashag on my show again for the I don't know how manyth time. But four and a half hours of disclosure, it's incredible. This guy has so much information. It's, in, it's absolutely incredible what he was giving, mostly about ETs yesterday. Hmm. Interesting. So that was last night that you had that on? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, he just, gotcha. He just kept going and going and going, man. I'll have, to check, I'll have to check that out when I get time this weekend. I get a chance to kind of put the feet up and just chill. I see Daddy Crab has joined us into the show here today. It's been a couple. It's been a bit since I had a chance to talk to you, brother. Semper Fi, how you been, Daddy Crab? Hey, Semper Fi, big Abe, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. I got uh, a couple projects started here at the house. I got a backup mower that I got half torn apart that I'm thinking about rebuilding. I got uh, 20 bags of um, topsoil and garden soil to fix the land here that no one's taken care of in probably 20 years. So I got some outdoor projects planned for the weekend. I got to get in my truck in the garage this weekend, too. And so that's kind of what I got going on this weekend, projects and going to the land and cutting some, some more stuff up over there. How you been, man? Oh, I've been doing good. Um, yeah, I think I'm finally getting caught up around here, you know, with all of the, you know, the projects that, that you know, like you mentioned and everything. So, you know, mowing three acres of grass, I got a garden going, you know, firewood, I got to start thinking about firewood, you know, for the winter time and, you know, deer season's coming up and all of those good things. So, but, uh, hey, I just wanted to mention, you know, when you were talking about uh, Wisconsin, and, uh, you know, how they're, you know, basically rejecting the election and, you know, other states are following. Arizona was last night and I think there was another state or two that is, uh, you know, on the same page. But, uh, you know, I think as far as the midterms go, um, I, I, you know, I don't think that we as Americans ought to get too overconfident 
you know, that this is going to be some sort of a red wave because um, the election, you know, to quote, to quote Michael Lindell, we can't move forward until 2020 is fixed. Yeah. Now, I know there's, a, you know, I know there's a lot of people working on the election, Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht and others that are, you know, Michael Lindell and other people that are working real hard to try to get this all straightened out. You know, the voter, the voter boxes, drop boxes are being removed in certain states and such. But, um, you know, the fact is, is we know they're going to cheat, you know, because the cheaters always cheat. I mean, that's what they do um, until, until they are handled appropriately. They will continue to cheat. That's a good point. <laughs> you, you, we got to anticipate it. Well, yeah, I mean, if the election system is, in other words, cheat proof, where they can't cheat, then we got a chance. You know, there's people out all over the country that are running for office that are not politicians. You know, haven't been politicians. They're, you know, like Carrie Lake, for instance, in Arizona. And... Um, you know, these are the people we want, you know, the old, the old guard, you know, the Mitch McConnell's and all those types of people, you know, they need to go. Come on, let's just, let's just face it. Throw them uh, all they, out. They need to go. Pardon? Throw them all out. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the rhino wing of the Republican Party needs to go. And that's just a fact. And then there's, you know, there's still some hidden rhinos in there somewhere, you know, that might possibly take their place if they happen to retire or get voted out. You know, they'll, they'll step up to the plate. And, oh, my God, we got more rhinos here. Where did all these rhinos come from? You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like having a, uh, a roach infestation in your house. You know, I thought I got rid of them all, but my God, there's more next year. You know, it's like, where they how'd they get here? Um, and, uh, so green, greenbacks and, uh, <laughs> and, um, dreams of, of, uh, second houses, I think is where, is where rhinos come from. <laughs> you know, you know, the thing I'll say, the thing I'll say about these politicians, you know, the ones that have been around forever, especially, you know, imagine going to your grave at some point and your legacy is been a total destruction of the country that they, they have given they have given nothing to the country they have taken take 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 There's, it's never enough for these people they just continue on continue on and you know i mean some of these politicians are worth over 200 million dollars mm -hmm. i mean i mean when is enough enough i mean when do you quit stealing i mean come on here this is ridiculous. And, uh, you know, they just have to go period. We, and, uh, we definitely got a battle ahead of us. Cause we, you know, like you're saying, we, we need to transfer this, these, these career politicians that have been in DC their whole lives. We, the step one in this battle is getting rid of them all. And that's going to take time. So I, I think I, I see where you're coming from this being so easily confident that it's going to be a massive landslide, uh, in this environment is, is quite the assumption to make at this point. I think you got a solid point there, daddy crab. Well, yes, and you know, uh, you know, people thought that Trump had a landslide. Well, 
he, he most likely did have a landslide, uh, a landslide because we know that the election was stolen. We don't really know what the true numbers are. I personally think he got 100 million votes. I just can't see, you know, I think there's 125 or 135 million eligible voters in the country. And I just can't see, uh, you know, if Trump got 75, then 55 or 60 million people voting for Biden. I just can't see that happening. But, you know, do you remember maybe my our country? You remember my pre election analysis where I did, uh, I did historical trending no. to see if, if Trump got this many votes that he would break all time records for votes got by a president, especially a incumbent. And then he would definitely go on to win. It was 69 million was the number I came up with. He at 69 million, he he broke all-time records for a president and an incumbent president and uh <laughs> and it would have that that numbers that number alone would have um in most uh historical contexts shocked the world. But but that's why Seth Kesha was so effective because he's showing how Trump probably did get 73 million and there's no way Biden got anywhere close to under 65, 60, probably 55 million at max. Well, yeah, if you're saying 70 million and, you know, and then you have 55 million left over, you know, and that's people that actually went and voted, you know, actual living human beings that, you know, are, can legitimately vote. I just can't see that many people voting for Joe Biden. I mean, I really can't. <laughs> no, that's, that's nobody just my can. Opinion. But but somehow you walk around and there's protests and you ask people, "Do you really believe Joe Biden won?" And they go, "Yes." <laughs> In no uncertain terms, Joe Biden won. So do you actually but believe the, Joe Biden got eighty million votes? Yes, I believe it. But the maths don't add up, do they? Eh? Because if you've if um, they're saying that. Uh, President Trump got 75 million. The whole of the voting age available in your country, um, in the USA, Trump 75 million um, plus the 81 million that Biden's supposed to have got, those two figures added together is way above the eligible. Um, people who are eligible to vote of voting age, yeah. let alone, and that's only if a hundred percent of those of voting age voted. See, see the, the problem so is, the is, is don't add up. the problem is, is we do common core math now, where one plus one equals four, so it it doesn't really it doesn't really matter if it adds up or not. We don't do that anymore. We don't we don't do that. common core math. One <laughs> add one is two. It's not bloody five or, or three or whatever they say it is. Good grief. <laughs> they, need to, they need to stop messing about with mathematics and just go back to basic math. Um, if, you tried, if you tried working in finance or something like that with your highfalutin one plus one equals three, you'd never get a job. Or you'd be sacked very fast. 
<laughs> yes, you would. I got some thank yous to thank here real quick, and then I want to read the uh, one AP okay. article that I've been trying to stay quiet about for uh, several months now. It's been heavy on the heart. I got to be honest with you guys. Um, we I we didn't know where they were going to take it, and they still could take it in a direction that could be very bad for me. But we'll see. Warrior Mima dropping a ship on me. Ranger Billy, Sean Joe, couple extras, Daddy Crab, Tennessee Tim, and Warrior Mima again dropping a couple ships on me today. God bless you, Warrior Mima. Thank you for the support so much. I really do appreciate it. Bitch Toria, Trump one, and Tennessee Tim out there as well. I saw you guys' comments. Sorry, I'm just kind of letting people kind of uh, smooth with the discussion today. You know what I'm saying? But I see you guys all out there coming in and hanging out today. I appreciate you guys very much. Much love to you all. Thanks for being here today. Um, the um, the Also, um, Margaret Mary yesterday bought me three cups of coffee. I forgot to say thank you very much, so I appreciate that. If you want to buy me a cup of coffee, I could use a cup. Thanks, Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Over here on Rumble, thanks, guys, for being here today. Styly Girl, Just Mojo's out there as well. You doing all right today, Just Mojo? God bless you. You know I love you, girl. God bless you. Thanks for being here today. Ilda the Hun, Styly Girl, Glenn, and uh, many others out there lurking over there on Rumble as well as on Facebook and other places. Uh, Infernal Forcer, good to see you, conservative or liberal. I am a centrist, but I lean conservative. Um, I, I have uh, conservative leanings in general, but I, I am a libertarian-minded uh, federalist. So I, I my personal views and where the gov- where I think the government should go are are two separate things. And unfortunately, in our world, we don't understand that local and state governance is different from federal governance. And a lot of times, those things get confused, and we're not allowed to have that kind of debate. So um, on a federal level, I'm very much libertarian. On a personal, just state decision level, I lean conservative, constitutional conservative. But thanks for joining us here today. I appreciate you. Same for you. Good to see you out there. Thanks for joining us here today. New new viewer. Hey, come hit the follower button and subscribe. We, thanks, for, thanks, thanks for joining the family. Welcome to the crowd. Also today, coming to us from Babylon B, Biden, I apologize for my latest telepomper gaffe and apology. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess President Biden, resident Biden out there having a hard time understanding what to read from the teleprompter and what not to read because you know that those things get they get very hard to talk about uh to do <laughs> oh man what's up the Batman? good to see you out there man hope all is well um i know you've been busy as well thanks for joining us here today uh so let me read this i'm just gonna read it all right and i'm gonna not gonna comment um and if you guys have questions or comments um then we'll that's how we're gonna do this <laughs> um so let me put this up on the screen. I'm going to put you guys in the background for just a moment here. Um, and so you won't be able to see the article, but that's all right. You know, you, you'll be fine. <laughs> all right. Here is the article from today in the Federalist. It is called One First Amendment Praetorian Goes After the January 6th Committee for McCarthy-esque Defamation Tactics. Margo Cleveland in today's The Federalist, an 11-minute read that is... <sighs> Again, I'm just going to read it. In short, the committee's treatment of 1AP is a gross affront to the First Amendment. Margot Cleveland in today's The Federal says, I mentioned, a lawyer for the First Amendment Praetorian, a nonprofit organization dedicated to protecting free speech rights, is slamming the January 6th committee for its McCarthyite and anti-American tactics in a letter obtained exclusively by the Federalist. Subpoenas shared exclusively with the Federalist confirm the congressional inquiry is McCarthyism on steroids. 
to the public. The January 6th committee pushes false narratives premised on guilt by association, while behind the scenes, the committee demands its targets abandon their constitutional rights. But now, First Amendment Praetorian is pushing back, with the group's lawyers going public with the committee's anti-American machinations. On Thursday, before the long Independence Day weekend, the New York Times reported that Democrat Rep- Representative Jamie Raskin stated that when the January 6th committee reconvenes public hearings in July, he intends to lead a presentation that will focus on the roles of far-right groups like the Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, and First Amendment Praetorian played in the Capitol attack. According to the Times, Mr. Raskin has also promised to explore the connections between these groups and the people in Trump's orbit, which will be interesting to see what comes out of that. No matter what you think of the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, First Amendment Praetorian in no way resembles those groups, said our lawyer, Leslie McAdoo-Gordon, an attorney for First Amendment Praetorian, told the Federalist. The First Amendment Praetorian provides pro bono security services at events to ensure a heckler's veto does not interfere with the speaker's constitutional right to express their viewpoint, McAdoo-Gordon explained. Court documents obtained by the Federalists provide more background on the organization, which Robert Lewis, a retired U.S. Uh, Army Green Beret head and recipient of the Bronze Star and Purple Heart, founded in 2020, a Delaware nonprofit group. In the legal filing, Lewis explained that he started the nonprofit to ensure that every American can freely associate, freely gather, and freely speak on matters of public concern to them without threat or fear of intimidation, retribution, bodily harm, or death, period. However, for the last year, the January 6th committee and a complicit press have falsely portrayed First Amendment Praetorian, also known as 1AP, as right-wing paramilitary or even a militia, McAdoo Gordon said. They are none of those things, the lawyer told the Federalist. The first, uh, the, she further stressed this point in her Thursday letter to the January 6th committee, noting that First Amendment Praetorian is not an anti-government group and did not, would not, and will not advocate, condone, or excuse violence in the pursuit of political aims, period. Doing so contradicts its core mission and its values, period. End quote. The letter continued. Any suggestion that Mr. Lewis or Mr. Luseldorf or would do so is categorically false and deeply offensive, period. End quote. <laughs> Nor does the politics of the volunteers or speakers enter the equation, McAdoo Gordon said. First Amendment Praetorian screens individuals interested in helping protect free speech, most of whom are former military or law enforcement officers, to confirm they are who they are, that they have been honorably discharged and have no criminal record or other concerning background information, end quote. Raskin's reported comments to the Times, however, indicate that the January 6th committee is poised to feed the country more false and misleading information this time about First Amendment Praetorian and potentially my role. Raskin's assertion that First Amendment Praetorian played any role in the Capitol attack is blatantly false, McAdoo Gordon said. My clients had nothing to do with the January 6th riot, McAdoo Gordon told the Federalist, adding that their planned tasking to provide security in D.C. ended after the January 6th rally. That is correct. 
While the committee and its members may be able to defame American citizens and organizations from the floor of Congress with impunity due to the speech and debate clause of the U.S. Constitution, McAdoo Gordon noted in the letter she sent to the committee yesterday, she reminded the members that they are not legally at liberty to do so in the media. In the remarks attributed to Raskin by the Times last week that First Amendment Petroleum is a far-right group with a role in the Capitol attack are false and defamatory, the letter stressed. 1AP is a mainstream, nonpartisan group with no role whatsoever in the attack on the Capitol, period. First Amendment Petroleum's letter added that it will vigorously defend its reputation, including through defamation lawsuits, period. You feeling that boomerang yet, fuckheads? Here, the group noted that 1AP has sued lawyer Twitterer Seth Abramson for the defamation in federal court in New Hampshire, where Mr. Abramson resides, for his defamatory statements that 1AP and its members were involved in the Capitol riots and are insurrectionists or seditionists. The nonprofit will be no less vigorous in pursuing its rights against others who defame it, Mr. Lewis or Mr. Lusseldorf, the letter continued. In her letter, McAdoo Gordon also corrected many of the false stories being peddled about the group by detailing exactly what they did and did not do on January 6th. Most of the members of First Member Praetorian had left D.C. after the January 5th rally, but the next day, Lewis and other members of the First Member Praetorian who had remained in D.C., including Philip, who was a, normal, a former U.S. Army Ranger, were asked to provide some additional protection services for media outlets covering the protest at the Ellipse, which they did, according to McAdoo Gordon, when the rally ended, First Amendment Praetorian released the remaining volunteers. My clients, Lewis and, and Lusseldorf, they ret- then returned to Willard Hotel where they were spending the day with the sponsors of the January 5th rally. McAdoo Gordon told the Federalists while there, she explained the hotel staff asked if First Amendment Praetorian could help maintain order given the flood of people into the lobby and around the hotel after the Ellipse events ended. 1AP agreed, and Lusseldorf voluntarily escorted three individuals to a hotel room where Trump's lawyers were working and then left a minute later. Neither Lusseldorf nor Lewis had anything to do with the legal team's work at the Willard Hotel, nor did they enter the Capitol, Capitol grounds, or even march to the Capitol, McAdoo Gordon stated. Quote, I was working with the January 6th committee staff to arrange for my clients to voluntarily meet with investigators within the limits of their First Amendment rights, McAdoo Gordon explained. When the news broke that the January 6th committee was arguing in federal court that Trump's former uh, campaign attorney, John Eastman, would be forced to turn over attorney-client privileged emails because of a supposed criminal conspiracy between them. Quote, the committee's pushing of a preposterous Section 371 conspiracy theory left me with no option but to recommend that my clients assert their Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination, McAdoo Gordon told the Federalist. This reference to a Section 371 conspiracy concerns a section of the Federal Criminal Code that makes it a crime to conspire to defraud the United States. In litigation involving Eastman, the January 6th committee alleged that President Trump, Dr. Eastman, and others conspired to defraud the United States by disrupting the electoral count, supposedly in violation of Section 371. But McAdoo Gordon, a longtime white-collar criminal defense lawyer, eviscerated the theory, pointing to the recent Supreme Court precedent, holding that the scheme or artifice to defraud language in another criminal statute cannot be interpreted so broadly. 
while First Amendment Praetorian had nothing to do with any disruption of the electoral count, much less the violence that occurred on January 6th, the committee's McCarthyite tactics raised even graver concerns for McAdoo Gordon and others. <laughs> In her letter, she noted her surprise to the committee play, uh, let's to, to her surprise to see the committee play a portion of the video testimony of its deposition meeting with Lieutenant General Flynn in one of the prior meetings in which he apparently asserts his privilege under the Fifth Amendment. The government presenting a person ascertaining, asserting their Fifth Amendment privilege in order to imply to the public that the person is guilty of some crime is a McCarthy-esque tactic that offends the Constitution and is unworthy of the United States Congress. First Amendment Praetorian's lawyer wrote, Given the committee's past action, McAdoo Gordon noted in her letter on Thursday, she is, quote, forced to anticipate that the committee will use the same totalitarian tactic to improperly smear 1AP. First Amendment Praetorian's letter stressed that it had asserted its Fifth Amendment privilege before the committee solely because the committee is asserting that the groups and persons who never went to the Capitol on January 6th but had some role in the events that led up to the ultimate riot there are participants in a criminal conspiracy. While 1AP believes it itself to be innocent of any wrongdoing or criminal conduct, the group's attorney stressed that since it may find itself as a target of an unfounded criminal investigation, I have advised my clients to assert their Fifth Amendment privilege so that their truthful testimony is not twisted and used against them. Quoting from the Supreme Court, McAdoo Gordon then reminded the committee that the high court has described the Fifth Amendment privilege thusly. We have emphasized that one of the Fifth Amendment's basic functions is to protect innocent men who otherwise might be ensnared by ambiguous circumstances. The letter continued, quote, the circumstances in which an innocent citizen finds himself faced with an out-of-control prosecutor or a mistaken theory of criminality on an overzealous legislative inquiry, which is the situation 1AP finds itself in, is precisely when the citizen most needs the protection of the Fifth Amendment. For the Congress to attempt to turn that protection into a weapon against a citizen or group of citizens is repellent. I urge the committee not to engage in such un-American behaviors. Unfortunately, I have little faith that the committee will heed my appeal. This leaves me with no choice but to preemptively speak publicly about these issues before the committee engages in wholesale defamation of 1AP from its powerful national platform. Here it comes. The committee seeks to prove guilt by association. McAdoo Gordon told the Federalist, pointing to the subpoenas issued to 1AP Lewis and Lusseldorf, which demand that the nonprofit provide all documents and communications concerning the participation of individuals employed by or in any way affiliated with 1AP related to the two other rallies in D.C. at which the group provided security, one in mid-November and the second in mid-December. Those rallies had nothing to do with the January 6th violent at the Capitol, violence at the Capitol, but the committee claims an interest in the material because of the identity of the speakers. The subpoenas also demand that documents sufficient to identify all employees, officers, and board members of 1AP be turned over to the, to the committee as well as all agendas, minutes, notes, and others, other records related to meetings of the nonprofit. The committee, in essence, is demanding a list of 1AP members, a clear violation of their First Amendment rights to free speech, association, and to petition the government, the nonprofit's lawyer told the Federalist. I told the committee that they should approach my client like they would the ACLU or the NAACP, period. 
If you wouldn't ask the ACLU or the NAACP the question, don't ask my client either, said McAdoo Gordon. God bless her. <laughs> Emphasis added is mine. <laughs> McAdoo Gordon's reference to the NAACP holds specific significance because the U.S. Supreme Court and NAACP versus Alabama unanimously ruled that the First Amendment protected the right of an organization and its members' right of association and assembly and that the government could not demand that the NAACP reveal its membership list. Further, for the committee to use subpoenas to demand financial and fundraising records, including bank account information and recruitment information from a nonprofit civic organization, especially a civil liberties group, is wholly unacceptable. McAdoo Gordon added in the letter, in short, the committee's treatment of 1AP is a gross affront to the First Amendment period. Every American should be outraged at the attack on our fellow citizens' First Amendment rights of association, speech, and assembly. McAdoo Gordon, a former longtime member of the ACLU who resigned from the organization after the group abandoned its civil liberties mission. Quote, and now Congressman Raskin is telling the Times he plans to explore the connection between those groups and people in Mr. Trump's orbit. That is precisely what the First Amendment protects Americans from being investigated because of the individuals with whom they associate. But not only does the January 6th committee not care, neither does the legacy media. The question remains whether Americans will, or whether they will have lost their sense of decency. We'll find out, fam. It's coming. And <laughs> I'm just going to get this article out there to you guys and let you uh, find therein the letter sent by our lawyer, McAdoo Gordon, to the January 6th committee. And like I said, I have been kind of not being able to sleep at night partially because of hearing some of this stuff and where they plan to go with it. Um, I don't know exactly how it's going to play itself out. Um, but if, if, if who is still in solitary confinement in DC is any indication, uh, they are going to push it as far as they possibly can. So prayers up to everybody who uh, is in our group one AP and um, just do me a favor and just try to spread the word about this shit, man, because I've been, I've been wanting to tell you guys that this has been bothering me for a while. Um, but I have been very um, close lipped about it for obvious reasons. Uh, I'll give the floor to our guests here. Zoom, you guys are back up into the zoom room, back up on the screen. First of first to unmute gets the floor. Who cares? As I remember them since their you were there and said, this doesn't feel right. And got out of there. Um, when I met a certain group of people, yes, it, it felt like a setup. Um, Definitely. Um, yes, there was, there's a lot about what happened during that time that was not accidental. No doubt about it. Uh, so I appreciate you guys' thoughts and prayers. Just do me a favor, spread the word about what they're trying to do to us, man, because they're going to try to put us on display and make up a whole bunch of shit about us. And, um, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see where they take it. <laughs> if anything, I'll get a bigger audience before I get to go to prison and <laughs> pay patient freestyle. Go ahead. Well, uh, first of all, thoughts and prayers to you, man. I didn't realize that that was getting that bad. Um, <clears throat> uh, I do sound, it does sound like the lawyer is doing a damn good job uh, trying to protect everybody from what they're doing. But uh, 
that does kind of it is kind of it is a little bit of a sketchy situation knowing that they're could pretty much try to go go after everybody and go full force at you like that's so I, hopefully I'm, I'm think I'm hoping that it doesn't go that direction doesn't go that far I <clears throat> I don't feel like it's going to I feel like you guys should be all right I think uh, but be on your toes because <laughs> I don't Leslie's top notch, bro. And um, you know, once we, <laughs> once I talked to Rob and he was like, uh, so we got Leslie covering for us. And if you, if anybody you get contacted, tell them to contact Leslie. So, um, you know, I here's the thing, man. Is is all all we did was th- there were people like Brandon Struck, a gay man who was walking down the street in Dallas who got accosted by a bunch of scumbags because of his political views. All we did was stand in the way of little fucking pathetic soy boys who want to try to pick a fight with somebody who is uh, an easy target. And, and that's it. <laughs> Anything else that they'd want to try to spin around the rest of the stuff that happened there were, you know, were we, in, were, was the senior levels of our group involved in some stuff? Yes, they were, they were involved with, deciding what presenting the president with options based on an election that was obviously fucking stolen. So, you know, when you, if you, if you, if you're listening to what I'm saying, (laughs) there was all kinds of people working very feverishly, not just Don John Eastman, other highly respected, um, constitutional lawyers and others who were putting together, theories and ideas and, and debating, um, why you should or shouldn't go a a certain route with a topic. Um, and, and, and everybody had a, had input in that. I mean, it, so, you know, they, they could very much take that any way they want to take it uh, is where I was, what I'm trying to say. They, they can push the the narrative, however the fuck they want to push it. Right. And, and that's, that's what makes this a pretty, uh sketchy situation for you and and others like <clears throat> i i i personally still i don't believe that that's gonna go that far i, I just don't i mean i i see i've seen this with pretty much everything that's been going on uh, as far as i'm concerned i see things getting bad but they don't go too far every time something bad has come up in the last few years, it goes, it gets to a certain point and then it just doesn't have get go any further. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like with Real COVID quick. COVID started and that's how that, and where, where is that at? What happened? You know what I mean? I don't really hear yeah. nothing about it anymore. It's gone. <laughs> <And> finally, <laughs> uh, so, uh, real quick, Chewy over there on Twitch. I, I probably shouldn't be talking about this. I, I, there, nothing that I ha- have said, will say, or have ever said on my podcast has compromised us, anybody else, or anyone for that matter. So, I am very careful with with what I say. There is the the truth about what what happened is is the, is the president was presented with with options and chose. None of them, <laughs> because if he chose any of the options that he was presented with, he would still be in the fucking White House. So nobody, the media doesn't want to talk about that, though. I, you know, here's, here's where I'm at with this, because this this situation, right? And I have to be honest, like the reason I see it is being it's not going to go that far. Look, you got a lot of people other than the lawyer fighting 
fighting back against that committee, <laughs> trying to stop them from doing what they're trying to do. There's there's more than just a couple lawyers. You know, you got everybody they keep bringing in there to that unselect committee that they're fighting back. Whether people like whether people see it or not, they're they are people that have been brought in there constantly to try so that they can try to twist the narrative that they were all involved and this was some sort of giant conspiracy this these people are all bringing they're they're, they're coming in and they're fighting back too the, so the thing that sucks about it bro is the people that i had the opportunity to i don't want to say serve with again because we were volunteers that were just you know we were, we were on our own mission right but the people that i had the opportunity to meet as part of this group are some of the most amazing heroes of america's past that you would ever want to fucking meet their stories of of sacrifice and what they're in what they've been through in their lives would would change anybody who had a chance to sit down with them and in the end they're targeting a, a group of of america's one percent of one percent best man and it's um that's that shit fucking pisses me off at a level that I can't even I can't even put into words and it's been fucking driving me nuts because first of all I just miss being with the guys and the and the ladies and our team and being able to to serve in some way again but the camaraderie that we had the group that we have is a is a top notch group of fucking patriots and that story is probably going to be lost in the history of everything that's happened over the past two years which fucking sucks. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far because look, you're, you're talking to a, a fellow Anon and, uh, I archive everything. So <laughs> you're, you're in luck, man. I'm, that's not gonna, that's not gonna go away. It's going to be spread. It's going to be shared. It's going to be saved. It's not going to go down. Uh, you, 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 you forget the friends that you've made through this journey We've all made friends with a lot of yeah, man. anonymous people who are very good patriots who do who do what they're supposed to do the way they're supposed to do it, the way we all understand it, right? So you're 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 in good hands here. We're 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 not gonna let that shit go. We're not just like we're not letting any of the other shit go that's people think we've all forgot about, you know. Uh I think, I think, I think you're, uh, you're going to be all right. I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm yeah, praying to God. I, you I don't mean to present right. it like I'm in a great situation. I, I don't, but, I mean, it, you could you, be though. You, the potential's there. You you have to allow yourself to, and I had to, I had to prepare myself and my wife and my family for it. Like that's right. the, I had, to, I, had the to, I had to change my decision-making based on that. You know what I'm saying? And it's, um, oh, no, and I, I understand. And yeah. I, I can see like, that's the reality behind it. It, it. You have to prepare for the potential possibility that it's going to go that way, you know, and, and, and I can see where the, why, why would you would be angry about that? I get that. So I'm, and I'm not, I'm not like saying that because I'm against you being angry about it because <laughs> I, I was in the same boat. It, man, I, it I would is, be it is more that, that it's more that I've had to have that discussion with my wife and she's out there listening right now. Like, here we go again. Cause I've, I've been working very hard to, to not make, not allow it to enter her equation. Just it, it whatever happens, <laughs> happens. There's not, we can't plan for the future. We just have to let it happen. Right. Well, prayers to you and your family, because I don't, we don't want that to happen. 
Uh, and I'd, I'd hate to see that happen. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about the situation. Me too. Because <clears throat> there's a lot of good people working against it. They're, they're, whether or not they're getting people released from jail or whatever, I get that that sucks. But he, some of this stuff takes time. And, and the battle that they're facing is, I can imagine, it's not an easy one. They're up against a fucking monster that most people don't see. I mean, so, imagine Rob. I mean, imagine, imagine being him. You know, coming off of, uh, um, you know, like I said, Bron Star and and uh, a very respectable military service, a couple of books that he's written, and and trying to, you know, do something good for, for the country and for the people around him. And now he's had to. He's had his. We he's had to disband one AP. We can't. We can't even really. You know, I've, we don't, I don't talk to him anymore. It's, it's just fucking sucks, man. And, and it's, you know, hopefully there'll be a time in the future maybe where, um, where we can all get back together again and, and, um, and serve, our, you know, we're, we're serving in our own ways still now, but it just fucking sucks in that way. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I think, um, personally, I think there's going to be a time where that'll happen. Um, I think there's going to be a time where we're, there might be a chance that we're all going to be able to meet up, hang out, and, and live a pretty fruitful life. I think that's kind of where I, it's where my mind sits. Uh, it's not, it's not hopium. It's just um, I'm observing the situation as it goes, and it just seems the direction we're headed is more positive than it looks. I think so too, bro. I'm definitely with you. <clears throat> I appreciate you guys all hanging out. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, close down the Zoom room here now. Uh, I'll get your guys' last thoughts in, our, in the roundtable section here, and then uh, we'll wrap up with whatever's left in the news here today. Thanks for hanging out with me today, Patriot Freestyle. What's your last thoughts for the day, bro? Uh, well, I basically just said it. Uh, Look, everything looks horrible, guys, and I might be in a situation where we're, <clears throat> my family and I are affected by it, and it sucks, um, but that's the battle we're facing, and it's the people we're up against, and uh, we're winning. I, I'm, I, that's all I can say. We're, we are winning. Slowly but surely, we're going to get to the point where we need to get, and it's just going to take some time, and it's going to be a little bit painful for a lot of us, uh, but stay positive. Uh, and keep paying attention. Uh, I think crazier shit's going to start happening more and more often. That's <laughs> where I'm at. So just going to be a and... hot summer, baby. Thanks for exactly. hanging out with me today, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No problem, man. Uh, Patriot Freestyle. Anytime, any on Friday, every Friday, feel free to come in and hang out. Aaron, go ahead. Give me your last thoughts for today. I appreciate you, bro. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you too. Um, well, I just think we need to count our blessings of what's been happening lately. It's just, it's unbelievable. And, you know, it, 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 it's like we're winning, 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 winning. And who taught us that? Who taught us how to win, win, win? And now that we've, you know, a lot of us, most of us have taken the bull by the horn and either running for office, look at Code Monkey Z. He's even staying in a tent to see his constituents. Um, amazing, amazing. We've got a beautiful future ahead of us. Um, you know, the, um, the American flag is flying bravely now. I think it's just a matter of time. And I believe that Trump will be reinstated sometime after the two-year mark where uh, Biden is. 
in. Right after the two-year mark, I think somewhere after that is when Trump will be reinstalled because then he can fill out the rest of that term and still run 2024. That's what I'm thinking. I hope so. I so freaking hope you're right because I did not want to have to deal with another freaking two years of this stupidity, bro. Aaron, what do you got coming up next uh, for your shows in the near future? I got a show tonight um, at 8 Central on Truth Quest with Aaron Moriarty on YouTube. We're going to talk about UFOs, disclosure, and all kinds of stuff like that. Anything that's that's relevant. And uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I have shows around the same time, same bat channel. And on Mondays, I'm, I'm going to have a guest, uh, Jan Friedman, for his second appearance. He's working on this project called the Twins Project, where he's building these he's proposing to build these pods that link all of the major cities together in every country and to have an alternative um, living experience for people. So it's very exciting. Interesting. You always have very interesting and eclectic guests. Aaron, thanks for hanging out with me today. As always, have a blessed weekend, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Peace in. Aaron Moriarty, check him out when you guys get time. He's uh, all over the place. You'll be able to find him. So check check out the Truth Truth Quest. Um, whoops, I meant to do that. Uh, Daddy Crab, give me your last thoughts for today, bro. I uh, appreciate you coming to hang out with us today. Hey, right on, Abe. Hey, just thanks again for, for doing what you do. And uh, I think all of us need to keep our heads on a swivel these next six months or so. I think this is a critical time right now that we're – that, that we're entering, even though we're winning, we're having, or we're winning some battles, but you know, the ultimate battles are still, are still out there. And we just gotta, uh, you know, pray up, read the Bible, try to help each other out, try to calm down a little bit and, uh, you know, call if we're called or respond if we're called upon to, to help out. And uh, just thanks again, man. Uh, thank you, man. Again, thank you for the cup of coffee once a week. I appreciate you, bro. I know I, you, know, you yes, never sir. take, you ever uh, want credit for it, but I just want to thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Have a blessed weekend, my friend. You too. Take care, buddy. Denise, will wrap the show up today with uh, your last thoughts about uh, the happenings across the pond or in general. What's your thoughts to wrap the show up today? Well, my thoughts are Trump has got two rallies this weekend. I think he's got one tonight and one on Sunday. Um, and Yvonne Pulitzer, Greg Phillips and the, the, the lady have got bombshells that they're going to drop, I feel, all at the same time within the next two or three weeks. Um, Trump's plane is ready for action. And um, I feel that he's going to make an announcement imminently as to what he's going to be doing. Um, I think... Things are going to go, well, by the end of this month, I, I think that there's going to be some humongous booms. And Alan, as for you, you keep doing what you're doing. What Your work is important. Um, the information you bring is important. And um, I feel for you. I really do feel for you. But you're a good man. You keep doing what you're doing. Okay, love. I will. Thank you for the kind words. God bless you, Denise. You have a great weekend. And you, Pep. Bye.
Denise and the crowd today, the Patriot Roundtable was a very fun one, one for the ages, if you ask me. You guys are awesome people. God bless you guys so much for hanging out with me today. That's how I want it every, every Friday, man. Anytime you guys want to call in and hang out and tell me what's on your mind, that's what I want for Fridays. Just chill session, tell me what's on your mind, uh, open, open-minded discussion, and that's what, the, that's what we want to do on, on Friday. So uh, some days I'll get the guests, uh, specific guests and you know things like that to come in here. I'm going to be working on that. Um, um, coming up here too, I don't know the the grind, bro. The grind is just tough during the week. <laughs> it is um, a one man show is a lot to get done. But anyways, thank you guys all for being here. Indeed, Z Patriots. Uh, I am going nowhere, and I will continue to fight for truth, justice in the American way, <laughs> the best of my freaking ability to the day I die, my brother. God bless you guys very much. PR uh, Hellrose, um, uh, thanks for being out there on Rumble. Um, just Mojo's out there as well. Steve Bannon was swatted while he was live on air. I heard he just kept doing his show. That's what I do too. I just <laughs> I grab my camera and be like, "Hey, how you doing, guys?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks for being over there, Rumble Crowd. You guys are a great group of patriots over there. I really appreciate your guys, uh, Stally Girl, Just Mojo, uh, Hel- Helios. Helios, am I saying that right, Helios? I uh, appreciate you guys over there in Rumble and all the lurkers over there as well. Twitch crowd was on fire today. Thank you, guys. I appreciate all you guys out there. Respect and love every single one of you that are out there over on Twitch. I appreciate you spending the time here this Friday with me. And, yes, I'm not I'm not trying to uh, to, to freak anybody out. It's just, you know, the, cons, the, the thoughts do, do go through your mind in this fucking world, bro. So thank you guys very much. JC Bird, you're a great patriot. I saw you had a, you had a bug out a little bit early. Deplora Laura, Bill Cooper, Dr. J. Blazer. Jane, Firecracker Patriot, Chewy, uh, Red Humminbird, all you guys over there. Great crowd over there on Twitch, Z Patriot, Boulder Q. And I see you out there as well, Chewy. Much love to you, man. I appreciate you guys out there very much. Thanks for uh, spending time with me here today. Do me a favor this weekend, man. Get away from it all. Get away from it all. Go find yourself a smoker. (laughs) And um, don't use pellets, though, because that's cheating. And other than that, man, thanks, guys, for being here. Smoking Patriot, Knock My Socks Off, Thumper Rose, TN Lioness, John Q, all you guys. Great, great crowd today. Great show today. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. We'll go ahead and wrap it up a few minutes earlier today. um, or I actually, I'll go ahead and release the uh, the uh, gold pills a little bit earlier today. I did have a couple other things that I wanted to make sure I pointed out today. Uh, so if you're still here, wait, don't go yet. Grab these links. You'll find these on my social media later. This is called graphcoms.com. It is a Jeffrey Epstein network of of people who are connected with him in any kind of way. Do me a favor, and you are going to want to... I forgot E1, Helios, Heli, Helios E1, gotcha, roger that. Grab that link, you're going to want that one, trust me. <laughs> that one is one I wanted to spend a little bit of time on today. Maybe we'll spend some time on it next week, but it is it is one that is well worth your time. Uh, so there's that one, I got that one out there to everybody, I think, okay. Uh, J.P. Morgan traders ripped off metal markets, prosecutor says, in a trial as J.P. Morgan is back in trial again. <laughs> On a criminal trial uh, in Chicago on Friday, a U.S. prosecutor chose the jury during opening statements that they worked to scam other traders in the precious metals futures market. Huh. J.P. Morgan in trial in Chicago, but nothing's happening. <laughs> Trudeau and, and Rudd fucking running their mouths over about the WEF. Um 
Got that one done. I wanted to check in with FCCED real quick and see if there's anything new over there. Nothing new over FCCD. Still left it off over at the USC soccer coach, Laura Janke, sentenced in college bribery scandal. Uh, that's where we left off earlier in the week. We'll check in with the Department of Justice to see if they fuckers figure out how to do justice and stop destroying people's lives. Not yet. They haven't quite gotten there yet. We'll hope that they figure out that in the near future. Maybe someday soon they'll learn how to spell justice. And perform justice. Jury convicts a doctor of healthcare fraud scheme. Pharmacist and pharma, pharmacy owner sentenced to prison for unlawfully distributing uh, opioids. Aerojet Rocketdyne agrees to pay $9 million to resolve False Claims Act. Uh, owner of Chicago Shipping Company charged with helping to prepare false corporate tax returns. Two more defendants' grandparents' scam plead guilty in a RICO conspiracy. Former Indiana police officer indicted for using excessive force against three individu- indivi- individuals. Excuse me. And then we left off with the CEO of dozens of companies of entities charged in a scheme to traffic an estimated $1 billion in fraudulent and counterfeit Cisco ne- <laughs> networking equipment. Uh, this is from a federal grand jury um, here today in Miami, Florida. And that, my friends, it will wrap up the show into a nice little bowl for you guys today. I hope you guys have a blessed and amazing weekend this weekend. Get away from it all. Turn it all off. Go find something to do outside and just enjoy life. Spread love. Live blessed. And God bless you all. See you guys back here on Monday, 5 Eastern, 4 Central, for another edition of Uncensored Abe. And with that, I want to say God bless you all. Have a great weekend. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.